This episode is brought to you by Source Point Press, with 10 titles a month available through your local comic shops, including Ogres, The Rejected, Nora, and Franklin and Ghost, soon to be a brand new animated series. Check out SourcePointPress.com for preview codes, merch, and special deals. Go to your local comic shop now and ask for all your Source Point Press titles. SourcePointPress.com An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. And gentlemen, welcome to an elegant weapon episode 356. My name is Jay, J.M. Clark, Jay the Jedi Ross, Ross Jedi Jay, and as always, it is so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies here with us in the Smoking Pod studio, sitting in the co-pilot seat directly to my right, ladies and gentlemen, my friend and yours, Mr. Sam Noir. Hello, hello. How are you? Wonderful. Welcome back, sir. Uh, how have you enjoyed your holiday season? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. It's been pretty good um, so far. You get anything? Uh, Santa bring you anything? Santa brought me a new toaster. Ah, and what does this toaster do? This toaster imprints the <laughs> rebel and imperial symbols onto your toast. Dude, both sides. Both? No, just the one side. Yeah, oh, but the yeah. one side of the toaster does the imperial, or no? Well, oh, no, sorry. Yeah, one side does imperial, one side does. Rebellion, That's but not amazing. but not both sides of the toast. You, oh, I you see. Only yeah, get yeah. An imprint on one particular. But when side choosing of the two toast. slices, you can choose the dark side on one side or you the can. light side you on can. the other. It's 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 pretty to rare. bring the pun uh, even further. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, it's been a good holiday season, but it's been chaotic in a way. Of course, um, kids. Spoilers. We're gonna we're gonna keep talking Star Wars. Um, that's how it's been going. We're gonna keep talking Star Wars because uh, there's so much to talk about. It's the end of the year. This is the last show of the year. Thank you to all of you for hanging out, tuning in, uh, having good times with us. It's been a our eighth year um, of doing this show. An elegant weapon uh, has thrived. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for being a part of it over the years, man. Yeah, You've been popping in and out for, for eons this now. This is true. Um, and it's nice to have you around regularly. Um, well, thank you. It's been I, a blast. I hope you guys I have enjoyed enjoy the, the last few episodes. The new studio is it's, excellent. It's been great for a new start, uh, rolling into a new year. Absolutely. You know, you know? I was a little heartbreaking because of the 70s vibe, the wood paneling and everything. You're always going to miss studio. the the. Well, I think paneling. I'm going to get you yeah. wood paneling wallpaper. That would be fun. There you go. <laughs> that must exist, That right? must exist. I do I'm assume saying. that that exists. Um, lately has been a chaotic time. But an embarrassment of riches. It is. Well, that's the thing. There's been so much happening, and it's weird how it's all been happening at the same time, uh, coming off you know the beginning of Mandalorian, um, even before that. Mm -hmm. um, so much cool stuff happened this year, from the boys back to the Umbrella Academy, um, Titans. Y'all know how much I love Titans. Second this year. season's I, phenomenal. I think it's been fantastic. Uh, I spewed a bunch of nonsense about that. Uh, then along comes the Mandalorian.
Mandalorian. Yes. Um, we didn't even realize what we were in for. But this rolls into the rise of Skywalker, which is not just all this nerd stuff happening, but the end of something so incredibly epic uh, at a time like this, at the end of a decade. Nine it's the end of a films. saga. You know, do you realize this is the last time ever in our lives that we will ever refer to the year with the word teen in it? Wow. Yeah. Ever again. That's wow. it for us. Those were our teens. That's it. We will never say something something 19 ever again. <laughs> it's always going to be whatever the decade may be. 2020 now. is the future, though. It's, Especially. Did you ever think we'd get here? Remember, like, even Conan was like, in the year 2000. <laughs> well, uh, do, you, do you remember uh, when we were kids, there was a uh, comic, book, comic book called Machine Man. Machine Man. Machine Man. Uh, Marvel put it out, but uh, in Machine Man, they jumped to the future of the far-off future of 2020. So, <laughs> And we were introduced to Tony Stark's nephew, Arno Stark, who was the uh, Iron Man of 2020. Arno? A-R-N-O. Okay, and sure. And he's actually currently uh, Iron Man. In Marvel continuity, because they, they, they saw the fact that Iron Man 2020, who was a popular character in the 80s, kind of like Spider-Man 2099 was. Okay, uh, we're not even going to open this can of worms, Sam, because if we're I let you go up. on about the comic books right yeah. now, we're, we will be in the wrong universe. Well, so I'm suffice gonna... it to say, I'll, 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 suffice it to say, 2020 to me. Yeah. Is the future like no other date? I, yeah, no, no, yeah. Hits Even me. the year two thousand, which was like that's now true, two thousand and one. Now we're two thousand and ten. We'll we'll hopefully live to see two thousand fifty. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely insane. So, last episode was our Rise of Skywalker yes. review and we were slash happy. rant. We we were happy, very very happy. We we got and the movie. I'm still we... happy. Are you still happy? I am doubly happy. If if you know uh, the the conclusion of of nine episodes, yeah, uh, was a satisfactory experience. I am over the moon with the Mandalorian. How they they landed that that baby like. Yeah. We are we are living in prime time of of good TV landing their endings. Absolutely, and you know, um, especially with two of those landings being from Lindelof and Abrams. Yeah, you know, things are things are looking two, up. So people generally not known for for not known for endings. these things particularly. But here's as I've had we've had a few days for it to sink in. Yes. I've done several other podcasts. Mm -hmm. uh, very, very honored to be on Arc Junkies podcast as well as coming up. Uh, you'll hear me on Drunk on Comics, our fellow Points of Interest podcast network show. Nice. Our sister show for many years. Um, and obviously there's been a lot swirling around. I've heard a lot of new opinions, new theories, new ideas. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, as I... much as I have, I'm still loving it. I've, I've, I can't even believe how, how deeply. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see the movie a second time before I do the deep dive into the deep commentary. I, yeah, I think I need, I need I know to see it again. I know it's point. J.J. Abrams. He, he, as long as you know he's all about the emotions, right. Over necessary story logic, you know what I mean, right? Uh, you're fine. Yeah. Stop driving trucks, you know, through his continuity. It was also pointed out to me. I need to Bottles. make a little bit of an amendment. 
Okay. Um, it was pointed out to me that I may have been a little harsh when speaking of those who were not yet in existence during the original Star Wars. Ah. And I don't mean to say the that they don't understand the importance of Star Wars. If that's what I said, I mm-hmm. apologize. I misspoke. What I meant was it's hard to connect with the nostalgia of something you weren't there for. Absolutely. And it's very hard to uh, understand things from a certain point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I love the prequels. And I was young. I was like 24, 23 when the prequels came out. But I will still never look at the prequels as an eight-year-old looks at the prequels. No. Right? And that's what I mean. There's just And same with the, these you know. movies. I have so when to, I was discussing the importance of certain character traits... From the original movies, what I was meaning was that emotional connection of having been there and experienced that and that imprinting it, imprinting its, itself on me as far as uh, the good, the look, the outlook of good and evil, right? Yeah. Like white hats and black hats. That was my, one of my earliest, you know, one of the earliest defining moments of understanding the difference between good and evil mm-hmm. and not giving up. Yeah, And, you know, that comes from, I think, having experienced it at the time, you know, and there mm-hmm. having been nothing else. And well, it's this is very hard now moment. to, like, even my own kid, I'm, I'm trying to, he's experiencing Star Wars now, mm-hmm. but he can't help but know things already and yeah. understand things and feel things already because of the exposure of to it, right? Like, we didn't know anything about Jedi before that time we first saw Jedi, mm-hmm. right? And now it's all available with uh, a click of a button right. on and the And I do, and I sincerely apologize, I did not mean to belittle anybody's love of Star Wars. I'm not trying to compare mm-hmm. people's love of this thing. It's, it's just What's- as important to anyone as it is to anyone i just kind of meant there there's you know there's a certain extra difficulty to dealing with the last jedi when you were there and first experienced the originals knowing zero knowing nothing Mm -hmm. and what that meant to you you know well this is kind of your ratatouille moment as well right like you basically experience something and then flash back Right there's right. my yeah, happy yeah. childhood. Like, Absolutely, you know? lightsabers. Put lightsabers. Put Jedi. Put and again, uh, I will also fully admit that the I only had that connection with uh, with Return of the Jedi. Like to me at the time, I was six years old, 1983. Mm-hmm. I see Return of the Jedi, and that's all there. That's all the Star Wars is to me. Yeah, that's I didn't know Empire. I didn't know A New Hope mm-hmm. or Star Wars as it was known then. Yeah, that's something I got to know later. But I, it was just. You know, it was all Ewoks and speeder bikes of to me, course. and how now, cool the X-wing was and how, the lightsabers. You know, being a being an Ewok kid, how happy were you when Wicked showed up? Oh, it was wonderful. I loved seeing it. Wicked. That wasn't I guess that... that's his son with him, apparently. Oh, really? The other like one is Warwick Davis's son. son or oh, that the I don't son? know. But now I goddamn well <laughs> hope so. Like, holy shit! Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Messing with my brain, man. Well, we'll we'll definitely look that up. Um, uh... Yeah. So you know that was very cool to see because I loved the Ewoks. I was of oh, the yeah. age for the Ewoks, right? That's why yeah, it was yeah. also harder. The people who connected to a New Hope didn't quite connect to the Ewoks. Cause no, because they were eighteen. They by were that eighteen point. by then, exactly. Right. So again, I apologize, but you know, there's a lot of feelings and a lot of things swirling around when we're discussing this movie. And like I say, I've heard a lot more point of views uh, and. It's a whirlwind of chaos, the Star Wars universe <laughs> is right now. And um, Mandalorian. Considering where 
Star Wars came from being known as such a precise canon. Mm-hmm. Second only to, Three movies. to Star Trek. Yeah. Right? Three like, movies. Precise. The books, they stayed as tight as they could. And oh, I'm not yeah. saying there weren't, you know, things they, that... They danced between the raindrops. Right. But but still, it was it was so tight to, to this chaos. Oh, yeah. Which now, you've got this huge pull because of the Mandalorian. Now, spoiler, 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 spoilers. I cannot... I cannot express how much we're going to spoil the cinematic this. universe so here we go all right um the mandalorian A uh tight eight episodes um yeah wonderfully tight wonderfully efficient even with the with a slower pace, you you enjoyed every moment of it. Okay, we discussed all of this a couple episodes back, so I mm-hmm. think we should skip right to yeah, right to right to the, to the chase to the big deal to the. End. I watched this wonderful episode of this wonderful series only to see something happened at the very, very, very end mm-hmm. that would change everything to an extent that a lot of people do not understand. The Filoni-verse the Filoni-verse lives. Things just got real. So, one more time, I'm going to say it. Spoilers. Here it comes. The goddamn Darksaber. What the shit is going on? Now, for for those of you who don't know the Darksaber, it is essentially in the Old Jedi Order, uh, the very first Mandalorian who became a Jedi forged his own saber which turned out to have a black uh beam right which has never been explained the reason and why it showed up it's a dark saber has never been explained really yeah because the uh, kyber not not because of the kyber crystal maybe no one but, knows but no one hasn't said, been yeah. addressed and, uh, and also the fact that you'll notice that something they stuck to when it became live action is that in the in the clone wars it uh or sorry rebels it had uh it has a sword shape to it. It looks ah, like a saber yes. blade. Yes, yes. Right? And that's something that was in the cartoon that was evident in The <laughs> Mandalorian as well. So this is a huge deal. So as you say, this Jedi, he, you know, the, the only Mandalorian to ever be a Jedi, mm-hmm. and he created this blade. Uh, this blade over the years went through some shit. It got recovered by Mandalorian. Gets passed around. It gets passed around between, in between the Order and the Jedi and the Mandalorians. And eventually it starts to, it comes to mean basically, uh, it's, it's the symbol for rulership over Mandalore. Mm-hmm. If you possess this thing and you win it in combat, you are basically in charge of Mandalore. Uh, even got to the point where Darth Maul was in possession of it for a while because Darth Maul defeated Pre Vizsla, who ah. held the blade. Pre Vizsla was voiced by John Favreau. That's amazing. John Favreau, who then went on to play a Mandalorian in The Mandalorian that he created and wrote to The Mandalorian, that was also a Vizsla. That wow. was the descendant of pre Vizsla that he played of himself, if this makes sense, and you're all following along. This is a deep cut. For yeah, those of you who have right. seen Clone Wars yes. and Rebels, yes. this is the thing. It has shown up in And it's both a big shows. deal. There was a huge arc about it. About the dark saber, Maul getting his hands on it and shit, uh, 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 you know, and then eventually it went away, and no one really knew what happened. So now, all of a sudden, it shows up again. It shows up live action in the hands of Moff, Gide- Moff Gideon. 
When was the last time you, you saw the, in continuity, saw the blade? In Rebels, right? It was in Rebels, and it was left behind with, uh, oh, her, not her name. Okay, uh, Satine had it, and then mm-hmm. left it behind with the other woman, Mandalore. And I can't remember her name right now, but she was basically left in charge, mm-hmm. and she was running the show. So it was in the hands of the, of the Supreme Commander of the Mandalorians. She had the blade. That was the last we knew, and that was where it was left. Mm-hmm. Now the big theory is that Gideon was the governor of Mandalore. Because we know of the purge, yeah, right, which has now been you know made live action canon, which is crazy, <laughs> right, and uh, yeah. So basically, the theory is that Gideon was the governor of Mandalore because it mm-hmm. was expressed throughout the episode how he was kind of in charge of the registry, yeah, and was like part of the spy you know network, and you know basically he probably knew about the dark saber, got his hands on it, was probably the the orchestrator so it, of the Mandalorian Purge was probably Gideon himself. So it has to be one in combat. Right. Do you assume he, he won it in combat then? Or no. Or simply possessing no, it? No, because he, I don't assume, he may have, but I don't have assume Otherwise he have defeated or Because he killed. doesn't care. He could have just taken it. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like, I don't see that guy giving a fuck. Yeah. At all. Right? Now, do you think he's a dark arts practitioner? That's why he wants big No, because I think he would have used it. I ah, think if he was force sensitive, we would have seen it by using now. it simply as a cutting implement. And, and even before that, in the whole negotiation to trying to get them out of the, you know, the hut they were stuck in, in mm-hmm. the cantina there, I think we would have seen him express his force capabilities yeah. at this point. He's, had a, he he's had being them. a diplomat. Yeah, I'm curious as to why his armor is so Vader esque. Yeah, well, that's super, the whole. Well, this, this is why Vader-esque. I thought they yeah. were suggesting that he might be a dark arts practitioner. And looking for an apprentice, right? Otherwise, why is he looking for? No, the I think child? he would. Uh, I think he just knows what the child means, right? Mm-hmm. So, in these discussions that I've had with others, this is of course amazing and an exciting thing. Mm-hmm. But man, does this crack some eggs open? Oh yeah, because uh, there's some omelets to make. Season two. This opens an insane amount of ideas. Now let's remember just a few of the things to remember. Not necessarily, you know, things that are. They're even to be debated. Just some facts. During the Mandalorian, Luke is out there. Yes. Luke is out there building his academy. Yeah. Luke is out there while there is a member of Yoda's species Mm -hmm. in the universe now in play. And wouldn't they sense the child when the child is... There hasn't quite been an awakening yet. This is where I'm thinking about it. Because the whole idea of the new trilogy, in part, was a new awakening of the Force. But he is using his his powers. Yeah. Well, they've stated his species, so the Yoda species, is uh, Force-sensitive, at the very least. Yes. At the very least. Yeah. But they're not actually saying that all the members of Yoda's race... Uh, are strong with the force necessarily, or have I didn't Jedi-like even hear them. Did you hear them notice and say somewhere that the entire species is no, force sensitive? Because no, I haven't even heard that. There, I, I was thinking there was some implication, but we we I think that's we our, have a very I think that's a fan want. I think that's coming from your heart. Yeah, and I we think have, it's coming from most of our hearts that true. we want them to be a force sensitive species. Well, we have uh, only three sample sizes, and they they you know samples Yoda, Baby Yoda, and Yaddle. Right, which exactly. brings me to my other point. Do you think that uh, given he either finds the parents or the people of Baby Yoda, which has a lot of interpretations, or once Baby Yoda reaches a certain age, 
of maturity and decides to follow the the path, then uh, he has to raise the child as a Mandalore. Well, here's the thing. This child ages so slowly. Yeah. Right? If it's so only got if lots it's a of baby at 50 years old. That's true. What will it be at 100? Or what will it be in only 20 years? It yeah. can't be that much older. Can he live long enough to actually raise the mm-hmm. thing to the point where it's training to be a Mandalore? Well, uh, Yoda was... Mandalorian, what, you know? How like, old was Yoda? He's 50 at this point. Yoda was 900. Okay. So right? if you look at Yoda being an old man, let's say for every 100 years is... 10 human years so baby yoda at 50 years is only uh half a year old so right. yeah right. Uh, basically right. you'd have to wait let's say uh another <laughs> two or three hundred years right because how long does maturity like yeah. does the maturing process take long too like you know these are these are huge questions and how mm-hmm. does this continue in a universe where luke exists yeah. so this draws me to a conclusion of a possibility only mm-hmm. a possibility of seeing Luke Skywalker in a future season of The Mandalore. Why not? That would be cool. Why not? The technology is there. A as long as they're borrowing Luke? the Marvel technology. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like, remember the scene in Rise of Skywalker oh, when yeah. we saw a young Luke and Leia training together? Yeah. You know, and cleverly and, used and the shadows ha- yeah. and stuff. And he wouldn't right? have to become that young like you know we're a few years after but he was already or get sebastian standing there to play that in between age man. that's true because that'd be fun if you could be jumping around doing what alec guinness did yeah. right sure you, Do you know, think yaddle is still fun. out there by the way i yaddle, yaddle we never female... saw after phantom menace yeah. who knows what the hell yaddle happened being with the her. female yoda member right. of the jedi council right there's so many questions now, yeah. and that's why I'm saying, like, between canon and legends, everything is chaos right now. Of course. And we are trying to spin together all these threads that I think we're going to have to get to a point where we have to be forgiving to a certain extent. Of course, right? of Especially course, yeah. when the more you think about Rise of Skywalker, and there is one little thing that has bothered me as the discussion has gone on mm-hmm. that has increased in irritation, and that is that this whole new trilogy kind of nulls and you know nullifies what Darth Vader did the whole turn to the light and the fulfilling of the prophecy this pretty much cancels that out that kind of doesn't sit with me well mm-hmm. this really really should have been if not the use on vong some new threat or some yeah. new the Sith, man, they should have let the Sith go because that's the prophecy. And now, you know, and now there could have been a lot of debate. Now they could have left it open and been like, For you know, sure. who is the true chosen one? Yet they have Anakin in the voiceover say, bring balance back to the force as I did. <laughs> Come on. This is going to get like exhausting yeah. for my brain. And that's that hasn't sat with me well. Still love mm-hmm. the movie. You know, but overall, I, I I think I have to say I'm not super pleased with the trilogy as a whole because the more I've been also discussing the expanded universe with people and being reminded of wonderful stories 
that I haven't read in a long time, mm-hmm. and that moments should in these be TV stories. and movies. Absolutely, and I think you know and we'll we'll get to that in a little while. I have a surprise for you. So you have a surprise can, for well, me. in terms of uh, information. Oh, we, we, I, I alluded I to. I love it. new information. I alluded to it earlier, but we'll it's, we'll get through the oh, Mandalorian. It's very and, exciting. Uh, we'll talk about that expanded universe and the exciting <laughs> rumors out there. All right, sounds good. What do you got? Sorry? Well, you we'll, got? We'll, Go ahead. We'll do it uh, towards the end, because that opens up the other discussion. Uh, we'll, we'll stick with The Mandalorian for now, and then I'll let drop. Okay, so we're at this point. Um, I don't even know what else to say. There's uh, so you, much to say, and well, I've said so much. So apologize yeah. with my brain being all over the place. But yeah. the finale, let's, okay, let me let, just look at this as basic finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, an excellent finale to an excellent show. Perfect eight-part, uh, you know, arc yeah. episodes. Um, standing on their own as well as fitting together in this perfect little Absolutely. journey. Um, memorable characters. Very memorable characters who were very well uh, handled. Um, IG-11 having a story. Redemption. Arc. Who'd have thought? The whole episode was called that was Redemption. Amazing. And that was great. And I thought they'd use Taika for more than just that first episode. Yeah, man. yeah. It didn't make sense and, to me. So, and yeah, even that, that whole... Well. Isn't it wonderful? They they played that moment for comedy. I kept going on and on about the thermal detonator, and it becomes the most becomes, touching yeah. moment of yeah. the finale. Yeah, it was pretty hard. He sacrifices man. himself. Uh, Taika Waititi uh, actually directed this episode as well, right? I, I, I don't believe. know. Did he do the last I, yeah, I think, episode? Really? I think he directed this episode. Well, so you can imagine how make tricky. Utter sense, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah you can imagine yeah. how tricky it is sitting there with his once again his Korg like uh, blue screen outfit. Do you think he did that for this? I think I don't think he went that. Oh, far Oh, he only for did this. the voice. I'm going to guess this was just a. There's voice a droid stand-in. That's what I think. All right, I, I'm going to go for that because and, you know. The droid's too inanimate. He'd just be standing there like a stick. Yeah. Like the motion capture is more used for capturing motion, right? That's like, true. Like, That's true. Yeah, like what they would have actually done, how they would have actually moved. Yeah. Although there's something but about I don't Tyka's know. Who knows walk. what they do now? Like, you know, he, he's he's got a lot of personality. So the fact that I I bet he could have a he's a good enough actor that he could give an interesting physical performance. I, I probably think, but. you know. Absolutely. We'll, we'll have to watch the the making of. Yeah. That's that's. But he the kicks some ass, man. On oh, that he speeder did. bike ride he did. into town, just the blasted best. everyone. To away. me, that was like in the, in the top three action f- scenes of the season. Like, yeah, just it was well that well like done, crazy, man. unforgiven rescue God, the child. I love the speeder. There's so much love about the show. Okay, right that down Tarantino, to just the fucking amazing, like uh, yeah, like speeder bikes. Yeah. So let's start How much at the did beginning. You love man. that Tarantino cold open. The cold open. With the two now, what's biker the one scouts. guy's name? Adam Pally, I think, is his name. Adam Pally, I'm not sure, but the other was Jason Sudeikis. Oh, that's amazing! And and it was, it was just enough. It, it could have taken yep. you out, but the it conversation, didn't. the conversation you knew they were having, the right. conversation they talked about in Clerks, right? About just the regular guys yeah, in the yeah, Star Wars yeah. universe. It was, it was, it was cool, man. It was. Uh, Two guys in a bureaucracy. How else would you act? Yeah, yeah. You you would be like just bantering back and forth about yeah. what people are mad at that treatment in, of Baby Yoda though. in this this, this <laughs> fascist is catching regime. Catching some shit for his beating on of the baby. <laughs> Well, they, the, what I loved and then about them it, missing them trying to shoot, not saying anything <laughs> about it, just missing. Yeah. Well, the other beautiful thing is that the hitting they 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 did it in in pattern, comedy pattern, right? Because the other guys the whole time. 
is he okay? Yeah. Is he yeah. okay? And then yeah. he gets bitten, and then he punches the, yeah. the yeah. pouch, right? Well done. It was Beautiful a great performance. Just enough, not too far. Yeah. And they've been doing that. Like, remember I said, one of my favorite moments in all of Rise of Skywalker is when she mind tricks those two stormtroopers and says, uh, it's okay that we're here. And the guy <laughs> goes, it's okay that they're here. And yeah. the other one goes... It's good. That's that's the funniest <laughs> line in all of Star Wars. Now, ever. have we figured out? God, who those, I love. Have it. we figured out who those two are? They no. must be someone. No, but I, they've got to be somebody. I keep thinking yeah. uh, Jay from Jay, Jay and Silent Bob, just because. Well, it's that um, dude kinda... we we missed a cameo in the uh, what is it? But Jimmy, what was the one planet with the girl in the mask? Carrie Russell's planet. Yeah. Um, uh, in that scene, John Williams. Yeah, that planet. Uh, Kevin Smith's got a cameo on that planet, too. Really? Yeah, there's one part play? where they're walking along, and he's just like a, a townsman dragging something, like droid port, port uh, dra- bleh, droid parts oh, or something okay. across the street. This and is he what... walks right behind the main characters at some point. But now, you know, he's hoping yeah. that he got off before the planet exploded <laughs> and his character's not dead, right? Yeah, well, this is what the IMAX second Harry viewing Russell is for. Harry got off, right? So hopefully... Yeah, yeah exactly. It's true. Gotta go see it again. IMAX second But I love that they're viewing. giving the stormtroopers a little bit more of this uh, comedic character. Well, it's I think, fun, man. I think the only reason why they're able to get rid of it is because this is sort of the post-imperial. Like, like it's not the strict right. fascism. Yeah. It's right. guys that are... It's, yeah. it's post-communism. Right. right. Russia, you know, right. where yeah. we're there. So, you know, and then we move on to another big moment that hasn't even been talked about much, as big a moment as it was, but the removal of the Mandalore's helmet. Oh, yeah. I keep saying the Mandalore. You'll have to forgive me. I saying the words. And, so and the making it a touching, helmet. making it a touching moment. Yeah. As well. Again, part of this redemptive uh, arc of IG-11s. They, they they made you cry over yeah. a droid. Yeah, the way he managed. And then he just takes the helmet off, and there he is. And mm-hmm. you're like... Uh, this is the way. You know, What a great setup. This is the way. Normally, you know, I'm like, Judge Dredd doesn't show his face. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. I'm, I'm that guy. And he's you all know, beat up. I never want to see what Boba Fett looks like. And he looks fearful. Do you know what I it mean? He worked. looks afraid, and it, it he looked worked real so well. And it wasn't just like taking the helmet off, and there's like a tough face Clint Eastwood type character. Yeah, like, it's someone you know, vulnerable and he scared. He was totally vulnerable and scared. Yeah. Now, was that the only time he ever put the suit on so far? You think? You don't think he's been in the suit uh, a few times? At I least, I don't know. Is it a totally I don't a stunt know. man? Mainly, it's been. Is he John that Wayne's big? grandson? Oh, has it? Yeah, Derek, I think. Derek Seriously? Wayne. Yeah, they got him to do it because he was already friends with Favreau, and he's got that swagger. That and, is brilliant. You know, I think it's been two main guys. I think it's been him and another guy have been the the Mandalorian through the whole Wow. Wow. Yeah. Genetically, yeah. John Wayne has... You know... You know what? The Western analogies. Yeah, it's all sticks, perfect. It's it? all too perfect. Oh, boy. Dwayne... Right down to the speeder bikes, right? Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. So... Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking that was probably his only time on set for was probably that one scene for ah. the entire like you know yeah yeah like I, whole it never first occurred season, to me you know have there are uh, behind the scenes I'm just segments. glad that it was him <laughs> yeah there are behind the scenes segments on Disney Plus right yeah we should look into we this because I do totally want to give everybody do their credit and I'm not yeah. saying it's beneath him or anything to not have been doing it or only do the voice I'm not trying to set anything yeah. up I'm just trying to figure and out he's such an who expressive gave the actor. performances and I think you know if it is John Wayne's grandson for most of this he well done he deserves it right yeah yeah but he may have put put it on for more than that maybe he did the first one I don't know but I mean I'm sure. T- 
you know how these character actors are. I'm sure they would want to get a feel for it. You know, because he's you know? a tall guy too. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that uh, Pedro Pascal is a fairly tall guy, but okay, you know that just may be the you know the Kingsman view of him. Not having, <laughs> you know, it's amazing how much he's been in that you actually forget that he's been in, right? Yeah. So the helmet gets off and he gets fixed, and it's all good, and they're back in the sewer, and they come across the Mandalorians all. And one of the one helmet he holds up was was the the Jetpack guy, one. yeah, yeah. So it's sad because John Favreau got bit, you know. But then mm-hmm. uh, I think, then after they have their moment, and she he gets his signet, yeah. which is it ends up the, being the uh, what did the Mandalore it? maker, like or she's a spiritual woman as well. I think she's a mix of all those. Yeah, things, yeah. Right? And I think in the Mandalore culture that the the alchemist would be. Kind of the mm-hmm. uh, the shaman uh, as I think well it's really in a way, right? Telling she has that almost uh, Greek, uh, yeah. Uh, she wears the fur. Her, it's the pretty, Roman, yeah. the Roman Greek. Definitely, uh, there's some style tradition the and ceremony behind her, you yeah. know. And then uh, you know she gives him his signet, which ends up being the the horn thing. What Very do they touching. Call it? I almost called it the matter because <laughs> I was watching the, the well. Uh, Baby Yoda, of course, Disney uses that as thing. as a sookie. Mudhorn, the mudhorn, the mudhorn, right? And, and Baby Yoda's up... using it as the sookie at the end. No, uh, no, no, that was the bounty hunter symbol. That was oh, uh, okay. His just I'm other sorry. thing he had given her. You're talking about the. I'm talking about his signet that oh, he got on the that she now he's a clan welded because now that's his symbol, right? Yeah, I love this this whole because they are building. they are a, a, a clan of two. She says yes, you know. So even though so it wasn't a righteous a kill for him, it was a righteous kill for the both of them. Ah. So basically, that kid's a fucking Mandalorian foundling now, right? Yeah, yeah. So I can't wait yeah. to see him with his little helmet and his little backpack, <laughs> little cape it. Yeah, and, and he gets his back. He gets his backpack, right? Oh, he gets boy. his jetpack. Uh, so he's ready to go. Um, and then she's got to take out that squadron of stormtroopers. My so great. single favorite action piece from the whole series where she just hands goes, down she gives that she goes medieval she goes way medieval man she went nuts like a goddamn just champ like a crazy like rookie man she went absolutely <laughs> fucking insane it was it was awesome and i loved it that was the best oh, yeah. beat down of the entire fucking series well, just showing how tough the mandalorians actually are this is what you gotta do oh my god you She's, know she she will be back <laughs> like She's going to make, she'll be back, right? For sure, but for sure. But this opens, so so. then the guy, then Gideon crashes at the end. He cuts himself out with the mm. Darksaber. We're all like, oh, my yeah. God, is that what we think it is? Are we really looking at the Darksaber? <laughs> He's got the fucking Darksaber. Yeah. This takes a tiny little show, tiny little story, I oh, should yeah. say, and gives it the potential to become enormous. Oh, the history it, it starts alone. to involve the re, the 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 rebuilding of Mandalore itself. Oh, yeah. He does does now. We also have his name, by the way, Denjin. I believe that's yep. how we pronounce it, right? Yeah, we have his name. So the Mandalore has a name, Denjin, and an alliterative and name too. Does this double mean? D's. Yeah. Does He's this? He's got double D's. Does this mean the potential? Of him becoming the the leader of all the Mandalorians. Hence the name, the Mandalorian. Oh my Dude. god. See where this this breaks Dude. things open, man. This breaks things open where Felani just takes his giant cock and slams it on the fucking table. He He's is like Felonyverse 
bitches. He is the caretaker. He is the future of the Star Wars. The coming together of universe. him and Favreau. and Favreau will not be our undoing. No, it will be our our it's, our, our saving. Now it we're be, now we're a little ruined oh. for whatever comes next, aren't we? Well, just a little bit. Here's the thing: they got to be careful. They got to be smart because mm-hmm. we uh, the the thing the most confirmed next thing. Is is Obi Wan? Yes. The thing confirmed. we are absolutely, definitely getting is this Obi Wan yeah. series. Who will step in to make this series? You know, and oh. whose decision will it be? Where does does this finally put another nail in the coffin of Kathleen Kennedy? Does does Bob Iger? Because have you noticed Bob Iger popping up a lot more lately mm-hmm. and being much more of a voice lately? Yeah. And being much more representative of Star Wars lately because mm-hmm. now we've got the a show as big if not excuse me bigger than Game of Thrones. Yeah. This absolutely. has done like and the, it's uh, world building. The fact that it's civilization building, world building. This like, is just proves everything about Filoni and Favreau yeah. and that Filoni needs to be in charge and hiring yeah. people like Favreau. Well, well speaking and of, saying Favreau, you got to write it good because I know you will, <laughs> but you got to put this into it. And you know they yeah. did a lot of it together. Right? Yeah, yeah, of so, course. So, I mean, I'm not sure who they've got pegged to work on this Obi-Wan show, but it, the showrunner will be a very, very important thing and it mm-hmm. should be Filoni. It should all be Filoni. Filoni should run all the series and find a Favreau for each one, mm-hmm. right? Like, you've got to find the guy who's going to fit this Obi-Wan thing right. Absolutely. And maybe even, what's her name? Um, I may have heard uh, suggested, and I, I, I can't remember her name, but she directed episode two of The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. The Asian director. She's a female Asian director. Yeah. And I think she did part two and maybe another one of the parts. Oh, cool. Uh, but she did some awesome ones. And so, I think she might get the whole Obi-Wan series at least, you know, so they haven't, to write it. So they know. haven't started. There's no green light. It's being developed. It like, is green lit. Okay. Ob- Ewan's in. Yeah. They're working on it. But it's right, been tight-lipped But tight no showrunner. And... So far, unless we look it up, which yeah. I'm not going to do well, right they now. Well, were, they were... There's too much to talk about. They were so slowest. big on announcing Favreau. That was the huge thing when right. he said he was attached. Right. Like, so now so... they've just got to they've gotta go through who Favreau and Filoni trust. Like, you yeah. Know, like, there's still Taika, right? But like, No, absolutely. I don't think Taika would He's do... Busy. I'm sure he'd do well, but I think they're going to try to find someone really, really, mm-hmm. you know, a really good fit for an Obi-Wan on his own series. Where right? do you want to see this show going? Because I always envision it as a Western, but we've we've gotten every Western trope. Well, more Western it, then. Okay, because so I, I originally... I or think, maybe more like Kung Fu. Yeah, like that's He's just true. wandering Tatooine. That's like, true. We, we don't know. Is he going to leave Tatooine during this time? Does he ever leave Tatooine? Does he stay? Well, I don't see him my, ever leaving. He's got to protect vision, Luke, right? My vision I've talked about before was Lone Wolf and Cub, and then Mandalorian went and done it. So it right. won't be him with the baby Luke strapped to his back. But the biggest question about the Obi-Wan do, series will be what the what the plot will yeah. be i mean that's the biggest question or if they're willing to go, to go so to open. the extended universe storylines because there's a great i think one issue uh of the marvel relaunched um star wars comic where they jump back the beautiful art by mike mayhew that realistic sort of alex ross uh, right look uh of the Ewan McGregor looking Obi-Wan j- newly arrived on Tatooine trying to hide out trying to keep a low profile right but he can't sit still while the uh 
hut gangs, et cetera, et cetera, are uh, the, yeah, the crime lords. Yeah, there's some stories like that, yeah. for sure. So yeah, I would love yeah. to see that. So let's say the the what I'm proposing is that the Western they they Im- use is Yojimbo, uh, the the Japanese Yojimbo, right. also known as Last Man Standing. Sure. Uh, so or, or this is mixed him. in with a bit of like kung fu, like yeah, just wandering yeah. Tatooine, like yeah. Kane wandering. The so earth, he pits, he pits, helping people. Yeah, or he pits two uh, uh, rival gangs against each other. Because where is the rest of Tatooine at this point, then? Because the Huts, it's after Return of the... No, wait. No. What's happening it's in this It's before point? A New Hope. It's Yes, right. It's before so A New Hope. So the Empire is in full swing. Yeah, he's hiding out. And uh, where are the Huts in operation? Then, oh, I'm sure they are. Right? Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, it's only 18, 20 years yeah, after. Yeah, we saw Jabba. Jedi, in, right? We saw Jabba. In so the we'll probably see other Huts. Oh yeah, right. the hut gang lords. The hut gang lords, perhaps, you know, the sand right? people, the Jawas. What if there's a crossover that and would the be Mandalorian great. visits Tatooine well, because he hears about the Jedi because because <laughs> Obi Wan knows about the dark saber because he was there for the oh, whole adventure. This oh, could totally a dark happen. Saber cro- the show, the Mandalorian and Obi Wan shows could. They're not contemporary. They're no, have wait, to be time not, travel. Are they? Yes, uh, Mandalore sorry. is Fuck. after Return of got, the Jedi. I got a little but too excited. it can be a baton pass. I got a little too excited. Because at some point <laughs> around Rebels, or, or right. uh, you know, we don't know what happened to it. So on the Obi Wan show, let's say the Dark Saber, he comes across the Dark Saber. And during the course of the show, he gets it. It leaves his hands. But then it's got to get to. And Gideon, then heads to. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think we've just over. Sort of... I think we've just overcomplicated the entire situation. That's true, right? But I've also heard that uh, Darth Maul may pop in here. Oh, I would love that because right? who's who's Obi Wan's right arch enemy? Who right. killed his mentor? There you go. Why did they set Darth Maul up in Solo, yeah. knowing that? Coming up next, before it was canceled, was the Obi Ewan McGregor movie. Yet there's Obi-Wan also movie. been rumors about a Darth Maul show exploring his younger years. That would be cool, too. right? But yeah. I think that's going a little too far. I think you stick to the you Is... stick to Obi Wan. I think you stick to the Mandalorian. You bring mm-hmm. in some Knights of the Old Republic, which here we go. Like if yeah. they get that right. It's all over for me. That's all I need. The old That's Republic. all I want. That's my era. That's the my Sith. time. Oh, bring the rule it. of two. Bring it. It's pre-rule of two. Oh, that's right. There's multiple right? No, Sith. This that's is, right. This is a great Sith oh war, man. Oh, my God. Man. Yeah, 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 this yeah. This is yeah. as many Sith and as many Jedi from as the, you want to throw from into the this old Republic goddamn series. show. Nothing but Jedi and Nomi Sith Sun- more. Yeah, that's right. Nomi, Sun- Nomi Sunrider was always uh, so much. fighting so many Dude, different So much. You could Sith. bring in... You could do like... Old stories that like spread time. You could do Yel- you know, you oh. kill Droma. You could do the the old school, you know, shadow That's stuff, true. man. It, it could be good. It you know what, space real. western yeah. they haven't done well. Like no. they've adapted. Like do, uh, Seven Samurai, Seven Magnificent Seven was adapted by Roger Corman. Right. Uh, well, his his production company as they Battle did a Magnificent Two. But, Battle Beyond yeah. the Stars. Never heard of that. Uh, it's it's delightfully terrible. Uh, okay. John Saxon really? is the the main big bad. Uh, uh, I don't know. If, do you remember Sybil Danning? Uh, no. From uh, oh, she's an '80s sort of uh, exploitation actress, but <laughs> no. uh, she basically is a Valkyrie, and her spaceship is 
essentially a pair of boobs, a giant pair of boobs. I kid you that not. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. It's on the movie poster. Oddly. It's, okay. it's crazy. Maybe I've seen John the Boy Walton's, then? John Boy Walton's The Kid Who Goes Off in Search of Protectors. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what? We'll we'll watch the trailer. So you want to see this. like a Magnificent Seven? Like yeah, Obi Wan or or the Mandalore gather up the seven and he, and again seven we, we got what, the Magnificent though, right? Four. We got the kind of or the, even the Magnificent Two when yeah. the two of them help defend the, the village from the Walker. Yeah, right? Carl Carl Weathers. Um, the baby. Yeah, that I guess. was like an Alamo's or, last stand yeah, at the Alamo yeah, were, type if, feeling if, thing. If you right? stretch it out a bit, there's there was five of them. That so. felt more like a last stand at the Alamo. Absolutely. Episode, and then know? cleaning up the town as well. Right. And who knows what they're going to base more on, right? Because it's yeah. we've been in a lot of sand, too. All right. So I'm about to lay some right, lay, lay, the, lay it on it. Because you were talking about the caretaker of the Marvel Universe. So I'm going to put on my little tinfoil hat and show you the clues. All right. And you can tell me what you think. Well, first of all, before we jump into it, do you have a property that you really want them to adapt? In the Star Wars universe, like a, a movie, or sorry, a, a former comic book, a novel, or a video game. I well, I have a few things I'd okay. like them to sort of do that. What's way. at the top of your list? I'd like to see the Sith go away okay. in the new canon, okay. like after Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, let the Sith finally die as they should have, mm-hmm. and bring in someone new, bring in a okay. new threat like the Yuuzhan Vong. Ah, I would very, yes. very much like to see uh, a new, interesting, unique villain who mm-hmm. the Jedi, the Force doesn't work against, mm-hmm. or at least as well. And and let the folks and know where the Yuvong... The Yuzon Vong were the main enemy during the New Jedi Order novel series. Mm-hmm. And these were a race of creatures that came from An outer the threat. outer rim, you know, from beyond, the unknown regions they mm-hmm. came from. And they were basically like these skeletal, biological, technical... Klingon type evil fuckers who when you were around them the force was nullified and they believed that pain was life and they were insane enemies and they just you know they were uh, something for the new Jedi order to a new threat to face and it was a really 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 cool uh, villain, and, and I'd like to so see much that continuity. brought out of the EU like, because, like I say, one of the big problems I've developed with with the new trilogy mm-hmm. is that it wiped away everything Vader did, right? Like mm-hmm. Vader was supposed to fulfill the prophecy and destroy the yeah. Sith and bring balance back to the Force. He did not destroy the Sith because the Sith were ended up cloning themselves, you know. And now there's debate whether was that the Emperor's actual body. Or was that a, a poorly made clone? Were all the Snokes looking that way just because they were poorly made clones? Their mm-hmm. cloning technology sucks, basically. Because how could the Emperor have survived that fall and being incinerated? Yeah. And why are his fingers all messed up? He's got no legs. Is that because it's like his body that was messed up in that incinerator? Or is it a poorly made clone? Right? We don't know. Yeah, right? we don't. We don't. So That is a good question. You know, And obviously, all those Sith acolytes, they're not Force <laughs> users. Right? So where the hell they've been hiding now? Yeah. What have they been doing? There's so many questions open to all of that. No, and absolutely. And I, I wish all of that had just gone okay. away. So Cool. So you, uh, That's a big e- th- you thing the, I'd like The to new see. Jedi Order is, is right. your, your big... I'd also like to see how they're going to build this, because if Rey is not going to be in any of the new material, and John Boyega said he's not doing anymore, like these characters aren't living on, mm-hmm. how do you possibly do new characters knowing that Rey is out there? Yeah. And how do you especially build a new Jedi Order without Rey being out there? That's and true. And is 
teenage fucking Yoda out there then. Yeah. Right? Like, this, you see how much this opens? Like, oh. Five-year-old Yoda. Right? Yeah. Like, he'd be pretty much a Jedi or a Mandalore at that point. Oh, my God. Right? Could you imagine the adventures of Rey? He's out there, unless he dies for some reason, which would be sad. Because in a Mandalore mask, in a jetpack. So how the hell are they going to... What is the future of Star Wars going to look like? Well, let me me give you one glimpse. Here's my... Because they're going to concentrate on old stuff for now, fill in the gaps and try and make it work. Of course. Right? Yeah, instead of jumping to the but future. But it's chaos. Okay, so here's me. Fucking story group. In Don't terms like those of. fucking sons of bitches. <laughs> they make me fucking mad. So here's here's my theory and my wish. I have something that I, I really want them to adapt into a TV show. And actually the rumors are it might already be shooting. Oh. This is the huge rumor. Okay, so I'll give you the two okay. clues. Uh, the two clues I'm following are uh, the rumor of Hayden Christensen. Returning to Star Wars as Vader. And the second is Kevin Feige. Right. Feige. 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 Is Feige? developing Feige? something for the Star Wars universe. Yes. And now why wouldn't that be something from, that originates from the Marvel comics? So. Oh. Uh, any guesses? Any guesses Ooh. so far? Because uh, I'm about shit, to, to open the avalanche of why I think this is awesome. Okay. I'll let you now, guess okay. uh, which property. I had heard the rumors for a long time yeah. that Kevin Feige wants to do a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I, or I think in this keep case, him, a Star Wars TV show, maybe. Or perhaps. I think he's movie guy, though. Like, okay. I think the well, key thing that would be important about bringing him in, I wouldn't want to see him show running everything mm-hmm. and doing Star Wars as well. I think that well, is Filoni's best spot. One show. But the one thing that... One show that Filoni right. says it's in good hands with Kevin Feige. Okay. Well, Feige is brilliant at the fact that what Star Wars has missed on the new ones is taking, like, what Feige could have done is taken the EU material, mm-hmm. which in Marvel Universe's case is the comics, yeah. and adapted it and changed it, how it, you know, because yeah. all the comics have been changed, the whole story, but it was no Marvel fan ever minded because yeah. it was done so well to make sense to the story in the new universe mm-hmm. and translation to screen, right? Yeah. That needed to be done with the EU and Star Wars. Yeah. It could have been done. They decided to just junk it and start over. Yeah. That was obviously Disney's huge now, you know, error in this whole fucking thing. So I think Feige would be good at mixing the old with the new. So okay. he could handle a Vader series very yeah. well. Right? Not it's Okay. Uh, so... Do you know who the most popular new character appears to be uh, from those Marvel uh, Star Wars comics? Um, Afra, Doctor Afra. I was Afra. at Star Wars Celebration, right? And she was the most popular female. Cosplay. I've not read those ones. Have you? They're fantastic. So let me Who fill you. Who is she? Fill me okay, in on it. I will fill. I will fill you in because the rumor is, and she's not Han Solo's ex-wife. No, 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 in no. Quotations, this is this right? is the brilliant. This is the brilliance of the Doctor Afra saga. Okay. As, essentially, um, Vader at, the, and this is the Vader tie-in, and uh, so Vader at the very end of Return of the Jedi has, or sorry, Revenge of the Sith, right, has kind of fucked up. 
You know, he's no longer necessarily in favor with the emperor because he essentially failed. Right. And once again, after A New Hope, Vader's gone and and right. uh, messed up again. Okay. The, the are you are you freaking kidding me? The Death Star. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, how could you? How could a right, little right. tiny port? Right. So, <coughs> excuse me. Which at so, least partially brilliantly explained throughout Rogue yeah. One. Right. So how did he go from you know being so out of favor with the Emperor to leading the forces, the Imperial forces, after the rebels in Empire Strikes Back? He had a lot of political power and cachet. Right. This series, uh, the the first Darth Vader series that introduced Doctor Afra was all about him consolidating this power. And he did it covertly using a right. covert team. Right. Led by... That's a brilliant series. Right. Led by Dr. Afra, Okay. Who was... Uh, she's she's a Han Solo type. It's Man, more specifically, so she, she, she's a doctor of archaeology. Oh, so she's okay. she's designed to be an amoral Indiana Jones. And not only that, my two favorite alt now my two favorite characters in the the Star Wars universe, uh, other than uh, Baby Yoda and uh, IG Eleven now, but uh, there's two droids called Triple uh, Zero and BT One. Okay. Now these droids are a black colored protocol droid and a completely black. Uh, Astromech, who looks nice. more like an R5-D4. I got one right on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I so, got two. I got two right over there. So the what, gold and black and the black and silver. Written written by uh, Karen Gillan, uh, writer Karen oh, Gillan, so who's, good. who's, right. no, who's right. no relation to uh, the actress the, the from actress, uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Who, yeah. uh, and drawn by Salvador Well, LaRocca. Karen Gillan spells the name like uh, our Karen. Karen yeah, Smith, yeah, K I E. So, so does uh, this male uh, British comics writer nice. uh, who created Doctor Afra. But uh, he surmised that hey, if Anakin, young Anakin, built himself a protocol droid, why wouldn't Vader, for fun, just build himself an evil protocol droid, an evil version of uh, C three PO? So uh, we have triple. Triple uh, Zero right. and BT One running around, and to complete the dark reflection of the Millennium Falcon uh, crew, she there's also a uh, badass Wookiee bounty hunter. Oh, really? With uh, yeah, dark nice. dark fur. Nice. So uh, and and she was his sidekick, uh, doing the Darth Vader's sort of uh, sidekick, uh, running his it's operations. Like, find for me him. this Sith holocron. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. So she was. Well, I got to read that series. Yeah, and then she broke away from him and took the droids with her, of course, because they're such popular characters. And then she had her own series. So uh, I, this is at the top of my list. I really want a Doctor Afra series. At this point, I would love nothing more series-wise than to see a Babu Frick. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Series. God, I I can't get enough of that little dude. I want. I'm dying <laughs> to see the movie again, just to see his scenes again, man. Especially in a oh, larger format, too. So so good. Yeah. But. Uh, so yeah, um, that's kind of exciting. Series wise, if, you if know. they've already been shooting this in in secret, 
And again, yeah. it fits if Hayden Christensen, like he's the right age for a crispy middle aged Anakin to. I don't pop know if he would. Mask do and, you think he would do that? Well, it would be like, a, it would be a basically a cameo because Doctor Aphra is doing her own thing and then has to receive. If it's like mission. a Mandalorian thing, like Hayden just pops in for that one episode when he takes his helmet off. Yeah, yeah, and that he, would be or cool. or just recording like little hollow. That would be cool. Hollow vids of Darth Vader directing. Kind of like Clone Wars esque or Rebels esque when he's fighting yeah. Ahsoka and she cuts the half of his mask off absolutely because be you know badass. that moment that moment is is oh god that yeah moment. and here's the other thing oh that... dave filoni see <laughs> i'm a little like as much as i'm dying and to see knights of the old republic it's everything i want yeah. i do want to continue on with new jedi and i want to see new stuff but i just i don't know how they're going to bring it about at this point like yeah. especially when we have to deal with this thing like the diatrab now and force teleportation i think, I think they the just best thing they can do is far, jump backwards man. like you said the old republic yeah give it some time jump backwards Let's figure it out the old republic yeah. and then by the time you're done that Hash cycle of out. trilogies because you'll there's so much to answer though forward right now. And like i really this baby yoda like baby yoda just just like dark saber that blows things up as far as to the scope and scale they might be telling mm -hmm. like this of the story they might be telling yeah but this baby yoda thing just because it's a, a creature that lives so long have you met anyone this can just it, it yeah. it's there's so many implications to the whole future of star wars Absolutely. that this fucking thing exists man have you met anyone who doesn't like baby yoda because no, i can see people I don't not think liking I have. the idea but it's executed so well i think that's what it was i think people just love this series the first episode of the mandalorian was so good it 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 made people trust Filoni and Favreau just enough, mm -hmm. even though they were nervous. I felt that way. I was That's like, fair. after the first episode, I was like, okay, this could be the greatest thing ever, but please do not screw with where his species came from and who mm -hmm. they are. Please, please do not Wolverine this bitch. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean... That's, we don't need to know. Those were the two great mysteries of my entire childhood. You know, the the, the unknown history of the Wolverine that he Weapon couldn't X. remember, and then they came along with Origins, which was brilliantly mm -hmm. executed, but ro has robbed him of that mystery. Absolutely. And I don't want to see it to happen to Yoda. It's our last great thing. I mean, even the day mm. that Snuffleupagus was discovered, right? Like yeah. that that killed a bit of my childhood. No. And for sure. I don't want to see Yoda's the last great mystery, man. Mm -hmm. And I'm one who likes answers yeah that's part of the reason i love this question this love like this movie and i love chronology it's why i'm a freak about time travel i love all like mm -hmm. i'm sure i'd love to like see like the actual construction of the story but the one myth that i am okay with to always and forever remain a myth is yoda because like, yes. that's yoda man i i would ideally like to see this end with um the mandalore Mandalorian essentially handing the baby off at the end of the series, you know, five seasons from now to a Jedi. And here's, I thought, a Luke? Jedi named Luke Skywalker. Or, but then where is the, no, no, no. the Yoda during the new trilogy? Filoni verse. Here's the Filoni verse. Ashoka? Absolutely. There you go. But here's the thing. Here's something kind of Hand saddening. It to Ashoka. Ashoka's voice. Being at the end of the rise of Skywalker. Oh, means she's. It means she's dead. Dead. Yeah. Oh, but that's that's 
down the line. How, she could okay, still be if alive. If she wasn't dead, then the how Mandalorian, old would she be? In the Mandalorian time, she could still be alive because it's not until what, 20, 30 There's years? There's a later? voice we missed in there, by the way. Who did we miss? Ezra Bridger. Really? Yeah. Oh, so he yeah. attained. He became a Jedi. Sweet. And he's a bit younger. So where's yeah. Ezra? Did Ezra die? Is Ezra still kicking around? Mm. Right? Was were the were they did anyone from Luke's Academy survive or was it an entire purge? We yeah. don't really know, right? Well, I'm sure there's a novel to explain that, but I, I hope like it there will in, be shrouded in mis- mystery, you mystery know. Let us wonderful Let thing. us give, give I love us hope. the answers, but it's got to be done well. It's yeah. got to be done right, and it's got to be done the right time you know, to do I understand it. why in the rise of Skywalker there was a lot of necessity behind a lot of that. But, you know, hopefully now we can slow it down. We can move on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the biggest craw... Let it breathe. The biggest stick in my craw is that it kind of nullified Vader in a way, you know, because, I don't know, just that whole prophecy thing was very important. Um, (laughs) But we'll get past it. We'll move on. The Mandalorian proves that it's uh, it's possible. And you know what? Maybe we just have to look at prophecies being as, uh, you know, the fulfillment of a prophecy being as hazy as the prophecy itself. Mm -hmm. And that's something we just got to kind of learn to live with. Um, Oh, dude, how awesome was that TIE fighter flying jetpack scene? It's sort amazing. of my last word. It was amazing when he last did his, when he jumped up and then he jumped back oh down again. Like, and then he's on the canopy. We, we've never seen oh yeah, the bah, bah, point bah, 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 of view on yeah. a Tie Fighter like this. It was beautiful. Oh him yeah, flying around connected nope. to the thing. That is yeah. that is and the production value. I know it's like fourteen million per episode and everything, but still, like they're mm-hmm. they're like a movie in each man. It's unbelievable what they're pulling off. So yes, the Mandalorian, most brilliant thing ever. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, like all other Star Wars movies, will be continued to be talked and debated about for decades and centuries, I'm or at sure least till Clone Wars comes out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we have something. There's new to another series. They're doing another season of Clone Wars. What would you like to happen in that season? I okay. I I'm not sure what they're getting at here because mm-hmm. Ahsoka wasn't in the last season, right? That's right. Right? Like yeah. the last season was all about like Darth Maul finishing off that arc and everything. That's right. right? Savage and, Press and yeah. the, the and uh, and witches. and so Ahsoka didn't show up again till Rebels. So Ahsoka's Holy alive. So Ahsoka's going to be alive for the last season of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. But what are we going to see? Is it going to be a whole season of just Order sixty six or? You know that would be kind of cool. A Jedi purge, like to, to see how she maybe survives it's the, the Jedi purge. purge. Is she will she even be in it? Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see that they're I can't doing. See her not being in it. They're like, gonna. It's hard though when you keep doing prequel shit to make true. it all fit, right? Dancing like, through the rain. Like drops. we're gonna Absolutely. have like we did the prequels enough, and then they're gonna do Knights of the Old Republic, and now if they're gonna throw on some more old school shit on top of that. It's a lot to keep straight, but uh, you know, hopefully Filoni can keep it straight. So there you go, kids. Uh, there's another week of uh, Star Wars ramble on. Um, I'm sure there'll be more. Uh, I do have some comic book stuff coming up. 
But as far as for this year, uh, that's about it. It's been a fantastic time. Uh, we're getting back onto the Comic-Con Trail next year, hardcore, starting in February. Uh, there might be a couple shows before this. Might have some big news, but I don't want to talk about it yet because it's not 100% confirmed. But I can confirm that an elegant weapon is, in fact, returning to C2E2 in beautiful uh, Chicago, February 28th to March 2nd, I believe. And I'll be there hanging out with uh, the family at Source Point Press. So if you're going to be uh, in Chicago during uh, that weekend, please come on out to C2E2. Uh, check out Source Point Press and uh, meet me. I'll be there, and it'll be good times. Um, Sam, thank you again. No worries. As always, uh, I'm excited be... to have you at the, here at the end, and I'm going to be excited to go into this new year with you hanging out as uh, our well, main co-pilot on An Elegant Weapon, my friend. I cannot wait to tell you about Galaxy Ed- Galaxy's Edge. Oh, that's right. That'll be uh, your big return to yes. this show. We'll That'll be, be my return. That discussion. That is so exciting. Uh, Kids, I hope you had a wonderful holiday. I hope you have a wonderful new year. Uh, But as for this episode and 2019, that is all we're going to have. An elegant weapon. Tech at ease. For a more civilized age. 